This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer and hypnosis teacher who helps people all over the world discover the galaxy within themselves. Join me on an intergalactic journey as we explore what it means to be human in a world where we are just beginning to understand that we are not alone. Hello, my star children. So today's podcast might be on the short and sweet side. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um, I am. I have a few just kind of random things and thoughts that I wanted to talk about today. Um, first, before I jump into the juicy stuff. Um, wanted to let you guys know if you haven't heard already in my email, or I honestly don't remember if I said this last week in the podcast or not, but um, I'm going to be taking off uh, the month of August for the most part and giving myself um, a real break from work, giving myself a little brain break <laughs> for a while. Um, since we are starting the next round of QHC on September 5th and we just wrapped up our current round yesterday actually um, which was a lot a lot of fun I just I I had such a great group this past round Um, every group has been great but there's something about having um, more people you know we had 22 people this round and it just created kind of a different collaborative vibe and energy, which was really cool to see. And um, the folks are now who, who just went through QHC, they're going to be, now they get to be part of the alumni community and to um, continue, you know, practicing sessions with one another, continue getting support and help with their businesses. So that's the thing I'm going to keep doing while I take my month off is, um, doing my business alchemy calls for business support. So those will, those will continue happening um, because they're, they're just ready to go. There's a bunch of them that are just ready to, to hit the ground running. And some that have actually already started doing their sessions, sessions for clients, which has been cool to see. Um, I'm going to be featuring them on the podcast this uh, during the month of August. Um, I love podcasting. But it, it's pretty time consuming for me. So this is going to be just a nice break as far as time goes, you know. Um, I'm going to be having them. I'm going to be having them. That's not, it's a bad sentence. Um, they are going to be doing a podcast takeover next month and playing their own um, sessions that they've had. And so you'll get to hear some other folks as the as in the role of the quantum healer and hypnotist instead of just me. You'll get to hear their lovely voices doing sessions. So I'm excited to share those with you guys. They had so many amazing sessions throughout the course of this program and so many awesome insights about who they are, why they're here on this planet, and what their work is, and who they've been in other lifetimes. So I'm, I'm excited to share this with you. So that'll start um, next week. We're going to be playing 
the uh, we're, I'm going to be doing another Tales from QHC episode where they're just going to be able to kind of have a round table and talk about some of the things that they discovered about themselves through the course of the program. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and what else? Uh, QHC, we are still open. We had a couple people who had to drop um, from the next round. So QHC is still open if you, uh, you'll get a good idea in the next coming month of what, you know, what to expect from the program from these, these grads. So um, if that's on your radar of something you might want to do, just tune in in the next month and be sure to grab your spot and apply. You can go to my website to do that, starsateawakener.com slash QHC. Another thing that I'm really excited about is I decided I'm going to go ahead and start offering readings again because I, I really, really, I love doing readings. They're a lot of fun for me. So number one, they're fun for me, but also, um, you know, I've, I've, my feedback on them is that they've been really valuable in helping folks confirm that they are a starseed, right? And then from there, being able to have then some advice around like doing a hypnosis session, if, um, if that's something that you want to do, having that like touch point um, with me seemed to work really well to help help people kind of get that confidence that hey maybe I might just be a starseed and maybe maybe this is something that I should um, or that I I can and am um, able to explore. So that's something that I want to start doing again. And then I can also give you my recommendations on maybe one of the quantum healers that I've certified that would be a good fit for you based off of your needs. Um, And just having that like one on one face to face time. I also, I really miss getting to know my audience and getting to know some of the newer members that have come in and having that like one on one time. So I think that will be, that will be really nice to just to to get to know you guys because some of some of the best most fulfilling relationships in my life that I have built have been with you guys members of my community um in this kind of like um this type of healer and client relationship Uh, maybe that sounds weird but it's more than to me it's more than just like dropping in for a reading it's like i it's my chance to to maybe help help get you on your path that you want to be on and um having doing those readings it's it's more than just galactic heritage it's it's really like okay let's let's get you on your path to learning more about yourself and um, strengthening your spiritual journey. So that's that's what those readings entail. It's just kind of like an hour of of one-on-one deep listening and guidance with the help of, I use the Galactic Heritage Cards by Lisa Rolla Holt. I love that deck. Love, love, love that deck. So um, if you want to do that, you can, I'm going to put the link up on my homepage by the time this podcast is live, (laughs) that will be available for you if you want to go book. I'm going to do them probably, um, if you want, I'm going to have limited spots. So 
Um, I'm probably going to be offering like maybe just a handful of spots per month or per week. I haven't quite figured out the schedule. You'll be able to see my schedule on there um, or know what that's going to be. So um, if you want to do that, go nab that. I will start except um, you can you can like go on my website and book the reading now for the beginning of September if you want to um, nab a spot. So that's that. So before I get into the UAP stuff, which has been very interesting to follow, um, I'm just going to tell you a bit about some of the stuff I will be doing on my month off and that I've been doing and going to keep keep on keeping on with. Um, you guys know I've been working on, you know, healing. <laughs> the healing journey is kind of like never ending. Um, but it's, you know, it's felt really heavy for a while now. And I decided that I was going to do go about healing in a different way, give myself a little bit of a break for a while. Um, you know, I've done a lot of like inner child healing, which can feel really heavy for me. Uh, but I, what I realized is that I actually kind of want to heal my inner teenager right now. And that has, that's been kind of fun. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might've seen the story I posted. Uh, I started taking pole classes so, um, <laughs> I used to, I was doing Pilates for a while because I'm, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be <laughs> doing all of these, um, different exercises to help, um, helps with stability since my ligaments are weak because I have a connective tissue disease. So it's like having, doing, um, stabilizing exercises like Pilates is, is really great because it helps like with your core, all of your stabilizing muscles and your posture and stuff. But um, in typical ADHD fashion, <laughs> I like got into it and I was like, all right, I'm doing Pilates. And then it just got so fucking boring because <laughs> it's like, it just did not, did not give me any dopamine. It was not stimulating for my brain at all. Um, it was very, very boring for me. And I was like drag, trying to drag myself to classes. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I'd schedule a class and then I just would be like that morning. I'd be like, I don't want to fucking go to Pilates. <laughs> um, and then I, fi so it was like that for a couple months. And then I finally was like, wait a second, what am I doing? I, what do I know about my brain and how I function best? And I just, I was like, okay. I need to do something that's going to give me some dopamine because that will, that will get me out of bed to exercise. Not that I just lay in bed all day. It's usually, I'm usually on the couch working. I'm like, I have too much work to get done. I'm just going to sit here and work. Um, but so, so yeah, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I can do this, but I would love to try to go take a pole class. And, um, my friend who lives in San Antonio, we found a studio that's kind of in between where we live. And so we went there and I've done three classes now and it's been, it's been a lot of fun, actually. I actually really enjoy it. And 
it just like there's something about it I just get those good dopamine hits <laughs> it's like um it's hard it's very difficult it's challenging and I think that's why I like it too I know that I tend to not do something unless I'm being challenged otherwise I get bored um and so it's hard it's painful it hurts your hands it hurts everything hurts <laughs> but it's it's rewarding because it's like when you when you master a move it's just like yes I am spinning on this pole and I look really cool <laughs> even though I probably don't look cool at all but I, I feel that way inside so that's that's been that's been fun um a fun challenge and yeah so I might in the next month um I'm gonna try to work on a couple just side projects that are unrelated to work that are also healing my inner teenager I started I started um getting into voice acting something that I've always wanted to do and never just never really got too far with it didn't really try that hard um but I started reading like audio erotica voice acting stuff and which is great that gives me a great dopamine hit as well it is healing my inner teenager and um that's been that's been really fun and interesting to start um you know it's all anonymous but it's a whole world out there that I did not know existed and so that's that's been that's been a fun experiment to start with and um so if you if you hear my voice out there um I don't know if anybody like rolls in those communities <laughs> uh the audio erotica communities but but um if you hear my voice just don't be surprised I'd always rather be honest about what I do and who I am than try to hide it because I have no shame um but that's that's been healing for my inner teenager as well um gone down some rabbit holes <laughs> with that recently as <laughs> a whole whole world I did not know existed so that's been fun and I feel like there's something else I was going to say about that is that um you know he healing doesn't always have to be painful and awful and a big slog and a big bummer <laughs> like it can also be fun right it can be fun and it can be light and so that's that's my goal for the next month is just to to bring that lightness into my life and also to keep working on my channeling um I kind of took a, a break from that with the whole earth council stuff that I went through because it was just too much um but I'm excited to get back to that I was what I was watching a um I always get the messages I need on TikTok which is really random but I was on TikTok last night and this video random video came up of Bashar um Daryl Anka channeling Bashar and it was like just this whole my inner it's like that inner intuitive knowing just like got set on fire of like this is like I'm I'm here to be a channel and um <laughs> and then my thought was like, what if I can only channel Mark R and the Zeta Council of Three? 
um, which is fine if that if that's it, that's fine. That's that's all good. That's that's cool. <laughs> the City Council of Three was a a hoot to channel. Um, but it'll be it'll be interesting to kind of like refocus and see who else, if anybody else wants to come through, or if I'm just gonna be stuck. <laughs> Um, channeling the Zeta Council of Three in a weird accent for the rest of my life. So we'll see. We will see about that. Um, okay, so now let's talk about this UAP stuff because it's big. There are a couple takeaways that I've gotten at least from some of the other footage from hearings um, and as well as these statements that I was reading. Um, so we'll see what so we'll see what comes out today. Um, but I'm, I want to read, I want to read something here. So there's, there's a, a program within our government, the, the U.S. government, at least, that it's like reverse engineering alien technology. So when there has been a crash of um, a UAP, a craft uh, that that um, the technology the crafts have and you know any technology within the crafts have been um, obtained by the government and then what they have been doing with it is they have been reverse engineering the technology and saying like okay how did they make this <laughs> and then making it ourselves and so the reason why he came forward as a whistleblower was because he felt like the public should know that we as a government as a species as humans actually possess um the knowledge to be able to create technology that would really benefit this planet but they are holding on to this technology so and to him that's unethical right because it's like okay if we have this technology to <laughs> to reverse global warming or to um create clean energy right it's like because it's alien technology right then we we should be, that should be benefiting our planet and not being held onto. So that's that's his um, that's his his take on that. And so this is um, one of the things in the closing statements that I just I thought was interesting. I'm going to read. In an era fraught with division and discord, our exploration into the UAP subject seems to resonate with an urgency and fascination that transcends political, social, and geographical boundaries. A democratic process must be adhered to when evaluating the data, and it is our collective responsibility to ensure that public involvement is encouraged and respected. Indeed, the future of our civilization and our comprehension of humanity's place on Earth and in the cosmos depends on the success of this very process. It is my hope that the revelations we unearth through investigations of the non-human reverse engineering programs I have reported will act as an ontological, earth-shattering shock, a catalyst for global reassessment of our priorities. 
As we move forward on this path, we might be poised to enable extraordinary technological progress. In a future where our civilization surpasses the current state of the art in propulsion, material science, energy production, and storage. The knowledge we stand to gain should spur us toward a more enlightened and sustainable future. One where collective curiosity is ignited and global cooperation becomes the norm rather than the exception. I have like chills all over my body. I have so many thoughts, (laughs) so many thoughts about this. To me, this seems like a catalyst for integration. If we, (laughs) if we can get our shit together on this planet, right? He's basically saying that we, we have the technology and, oh, it'll be really interesting to see if my, this podcast gets (laughs) deleted or something mysteriously. Um, I don't, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think, um, people think of me as, as too big of a threat. I'm probably, I'm I'm not exactly, um, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) uh, but you never know, you never know, but, um, if this is true, it's saying that we have the technology to fix most of our main problems on this planet. But it's being gatekept. And we can speculate, certainly speculate about the reasons why it's being gatekept. Right? I'm not going to make any wild claims about that, but... I'm sure your mind can fill in the gaps with that. But what this says is that we've, you know, at least the U.S. government, which I know other governments have as well, have known about um, alien existence, alien technology, and that we actually possess that technology and know how to use it. And that it could actually benefit our planet greatly. And so this is, to me, what I see of this, this could be a catalyst, right? An invitation, depending on how this all goes, right? Which is kind of what he's saying. Um, A catalyst for possibly, I mean, I could see this going many different ways. Possibly the people, you know, the citizens of this planet coming, like, coming together and saying hey like y'all need to to not gatekeep this technology and we need to come together it could be a catalyst for nations to work together um of course there's a lot of money in um in keeping our planet you know, continuing to rely on our current technology, right? Because of big, big business, corporations, big oil, all, all those good things, <laughs> right? So it's, I mean, it's a long shot, but this could potentially be a catalyst for people to to start looking around and saying like, 
shit. (laughs) You know, aliens exist. Their technology is powerful. And we can start using that. And potentially, potentially, this could be a catalyst for us eventually, like, welcoming contact. Right? First official contact. Welcoming that. Um, And joining the galactic community. I talk about this a lot. It's uh, because it's... I, I highly recommend reading Lisa Royal Holt's book. This is one of my favorite books ever that I've ever read in my life. It's her book, Preparing for Contact, a metaphor... Metamorphosis. <laughs> Metamorphosis of consciousness. Because... Um, It's where she channels Sasha, the Pleiadian, and uh, Sasha works in the contact department. And she speaks about, um, she speaks about the different challenges on different planets of, of helping planets kind of join the galactic community, awaken to not being alone in the universe. And the big challenge with Earth is that because of what happened in Atlantis, we have collective, um, we have like a, in the collective unconscious, there's this fear of aliens, fear of them experimenting on us, right? And, um, because of that they can't just like roll up with a bunch of crafts in the sky it's good i mean our movies show exactly what that means it means attack for us it means they're attacking us they're harvesting us they're going to experiment on us we need to shoot them down right so that's why first contact is has been for the ets has been like a big um challenge for us for earth because of that because of what happened in atlantis when they were here right or just a recap here in case you're new around here um because what happened in atlantis was that uh because of what happened with the first star seed which i've talked a lot about um he spread the message around that the humans were experimenting on us and Atlantis was an integrated society, right, with star people and human people coexisting. And so that's what started the rebellion. That's what made Atlantis fall um, when the humans rebelled, right? And that allowed, um, that allowed, you know, the, the quote-unquote darker forces that were there to, you know, come in and, and get, have their way. So, um which was to sabotage that to sabotage the earth experiment and that's when all the ets left and haven't been back since besides isolated incidents right and you know of course (laughs) zeta abductions you know those types of things um the zetas have not helped right because this the space pirate rogue zetas that have come here um to abduct right that has just reinforced all of that that collective 
idea that the aliens are here to harm us. So that's the big contact, the big um, challenge with contact here and with us joining the galactic community, which has to happen for every society eventually. We can't, like, obviously, we are, there's so much that the public doesn't know about as far as our involvement with um, the ETs and collaborations, even possibly, right? So um, it will be really, really, really interesting to see how this shakes out, to see if this, um, eventually, I mean, I really think that eventually this is going to keep coming up again and again and again until the public says, hey, (laughs) we need to talk about this. And we need to come together and unite over this. Because the, the, the fate of our planet is at stake. Obviously, if, they, if we possess the technology to solve most of our current crises. With transportation and energy and pollution and all of those things. So at some point, I think this is going to be a big... This is going to... This is just my my intuitive um, guess here is that at some point it's going to escalate. Whether it's this hearing or a future one, um, it'll be really, really interesting to see. And so this kind of brings me to the question is how can, what is our job with this? What is our role as, this, as starseeds, as people who are awake to knowing that aliens are among us every single day? And like, we are them, right? We have a galactic consciousness combined with a human consciousness. So, and that even all, you know, earth seeds, I would say 99% of earth seeds at least have had lifetimes in other galactic civilizations. They just ended up on earth a while ago (laughs) and have been here for a while. Right. A lot of the reason why we have the certain karmic themes that we have on our planet of deep polarity, um, of power struggles, of, um, you know, it's because we're many of us, many of the earth seeds here have come incarnated from Orion. We're playing out Orion karma of deep polarity here now. And we're just on the verge of integration if we can make it happen. When And when it comes to making it happen, it's really surrendering. It's surrendering to what's already happening. Instead of everyone just digging their heels in harder. So, as starseeds, how can we help? Th- I think this is one, one of the reasons why we're here at this crucial time because guys this is it like i'm i'm feeling fired up right now (laughs) this is it guys this is the moment where disclosure is literally happening and the public is going to know 
that alien life exists. And as starseeds, we are here to be grounded and help those because there are going to be so many new people waking up. We need grounded starseeds here. Like you guys, you guys are so amazingly grounded. And that's, I love you for that. (laughs) Need more folks like you who can help other people navigate this. And help people not lose their shit when they're like, (laughs) when they're going through their own awakenings, galactic awakenings. Like, we are here to help shepherd people through that and be like, hey, like, yes, (laughs) aliens exist. No, they are not all bad. Most of them are actually quite a lot more evolved than this dang planet (laughs) and are in service to others, right? As opposed to service to self which is what we are transitioning currently on this planet from service to self to service to others. We're in that middle of that transition. That is the crux of the transition from third to fourth density consciousness. So my advice is to let people have their journey. Right? Not try to control what those around you are thinking. We don't want to just like dump all this shit on people. <laughs> Meet them where they're at. Meet them where they're at. Because nothing puts people off as far as like aliens and spirituality goes than having that be forced down their throat. Right? Just like I don't think anybody appreciates, you know, the people that you walk by in the mall or the street or I don't know, wherever, or knock on your door and say, have you found Jesus yet? (laughs) You need to be saved, right? Um, We want to make sure we're not doing the same stuff that they're doing and just putting a light worker starseed spin on it. So, but like when we are able to be open about who we are without forcing it down people's throat, then people know like they can come to you. That's, I think that's the reason why I've been able to be successful in my business is because I've just been open about what I think and what I believe without forcing it on people. And so then um, the interesting thing has been to see how many people have just come out of the woodworks that, um, you know, it's like they they see this stuff in the news or something and then they send me an article and they're like, what do you think about this? <laughs> and then I'm able to give them a really balanced take on it, right? People that maybe sometimes I even haven't seen since high school or whatever, or, or even <laughs> before that, like junior high. I've had people just come out of the woodworks and be like, hey, I, I, would, I would like to know your opinion about this. And to me, that is that is being a light to other people. That is helping affect change on this 
planet in a meaningful, tangible way. We're here to help people be able to cope with the changes that are being just dropped on us, right? This is that moment. This is it. Like, I, I can hardly believe that that these hearings are even happening. Um, I don't know if you remember back. It was something that Anru said um, a few months ago, and then Peter confirmed it, kind of took it and ran with it. So I'm going to just erase any of the, <laughs> the things he said about it. But what Anru said about it was how there's, um, you know, around Atlantis, there's going to be a device um, that people were going to find and it was going to kind of be a catalyst for people to start believing that aliens exist. You know, there's there's so many possible catalysts. There's so many possible timelines. And this is one of them. Like this is this, it, this is that, but just in a, in a different form. So it's like, if this isn't when people start waking up, it will certainly wake up some folks. If this isn't the big catalyst, there will be another one. And it's coming fast. So I think that's, that's part of what, what we're here to do is just help people stay grounded, help give resources to people help them through their awakenings. And I will just be really interested to see see what happens here. Because if it's not this one, it's going to keep circling back again and again until we collectively wake up and demand better from the people in charge on this planet. So those are my thoughts on the UAP hearing. Um, go follow, uh, interact with me on Instagram. I've been a little more active <laughs> lately. Um, I, I'll, I actually posted in my stories the, all the documents from the hearings. Um, that's also in the mothership as well, if you want to check that out. Um, and I guess quick housekeeping thing. Um, for those of you who are in heel, since I'm taking next month off, uh, Lisa, my amazing assistant, has gone through and paused all of your subscriptions, so they won't renew um, until I kind of come out with my next um, decisions about what I want to do in in September. Um, I've been reading your guys's feedback, and I know that for me, I always make the best most aligned decisions when they get like dropped into my brain and downloaded versus when I try to think through things so I'm hoping that in the next month as I kind of get a brain break that I, it will become clear for me like what um what more is needed in the community to focus on and to work with and and maybe I might restructure some stuff so we will see, but I'm going to give myself permission to not think too much about work. And I really, really hope that you guys enjoy uh, the sessions coming up um, in the next month. And um, I'll still be around. You can always reach out to me on Instagram. I'll probably be in the mothership posting stuff here and there. So um, 
And feel free to, I know the mothership is like closed at the moment to new people, but feel free to message me on Instagram or email me, or you can actually email. Um, yeah, you can me- probably messaging me on Instagram is the best, the best way. If you want to message me, um, we're bringing people in on like a case by case, not case by case basis, invite only, I guess. No, that's not right. Message me if you want in, and we'll send you the link to get into it. Um, So feel free to do that if you want. All right. I will see you guys in about a month. Enjoy. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. If you are ready to become a quantum healer and learn this powerful spiritual technology to take it out into the world and help others, visit my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash QHC to sign up for the next round. See you soon.